Hey, this is Sharon Trivats and welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, a special one, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of a private coaching conversation where I was coached. I want to take you behind the scenes to tell you about uh, the lessons that I learned from my money coaches, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray at Wealth Without Wall Street. Check them out at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com or the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. And um, I sat down with a deep dive with Russ and Joey on in Scottsdale, Arizona, and they broke down a bunch of things about uh, life, business, money, future planning, estate planning, taxes, etc. And I extracted 10 lessons that I can share with you that can instantly, tactically, and philosophically impact your life. This is a uh, an unconventional personal episode where I go through these 10 lessons, and I hope my vulnerability and my openness impacts you and gives you and gives you something to work on. Uh, as I share the gift of my money coaches with you. And it all starts right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to, how to grow your business. How to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Trivata, and welcome to Business School. Okay, today I'm going to take you behind the scenes on a very personal episode. I'm going to uh, actually walk you through 10 lessons that I learned from a recent kind of day-long debrief I had with my money coaches. My money coaches are two amazing individuals, uh, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray uh, with Wealth Without Wall Street. You should check out their amazing podcast, Wealth Without Wall Street. And uh, for a Wall Street guy in me, who was a former Goldman Sachs banker, it's uh, a complete 180. But what Russ and Joey have been able to teach me in just the last three to four years, I wish I had learned you know, as a child. And they have changed my relationship my generosity, my connection, my my complexity, my understanding, and my, uh, my my overall aspirational beliefs around money, and they've made this such a joyful and abundant journey for me that uh, it has changed my life forever. So I think I'm so I, I will forever be grateful to Russ Morgan and Joey Murray, uh, who are just two amazing guys uh, with just awesome accents. I always say this: if I could talk like Russ and Joey uh, with their beautiful, elegant Southern slang, I would sell a lot of stuff. Uh, but most importantly, what I want to share with you today is these 10 lessons that I learned from Russ and Joey. This is going to be a non-traditional episode where normally I structure and kind of provide a mini masterclass-like environment where I, every time I record a podcast for you, I think about it from the per, from the perspective of, can I give you a paid, almost like a paid online course can I give you a course in 20 to 30 minutes on a specific topic uh, in your earbuds? I, that is my goal. But today, I want to go so much deeper and give you these lessons that I learned uh, from Russ and Joey. I was looking through my notes on a recent meeting that I had with Russ and Joey uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona, who and we dug into my my life, my finances, my family, my aspirations, my kids, kids planning, uh, legacy, moving money offshore, uh, taxes, restructuring, and the philosophy of how to think about all of this. And uh, I I really wish that all of you could have been there. You could have been there. Just 
watching and learning as I as I was the student and being coached and being advised to be a better version of myself. So in no specific order, I wrote these 10 things down and I thought it would only be right to share them with you because this is probably something that you would never hear anywhere else. So these lessons are both uh, lessons uh, for life and lessons for uh, money, uh, tactics for investing, and more importantly, a way to think about a bigger and better future for yourself. So um, I, I so appreciate my friends Russ and Joey for sharing this with me. So let's let's get into my top 10 takeaways from a deep dive on what uh, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. All right. Uh, lesson number one, you cannot outperform how you feel. You cannot outperform how you feel. A lot of us just think that we can grind day in and day out. A lot of us think that we can just go hard day in and day out. But Russ and Joey have taught me that if you don't have energy in the bank, it doesn't really matter how much money you have in the bank. If you don't have energy in the bank, it doesn't really matter how much money you have in the bank. And that has got to do with everything from taking care of yourself. And we um, we forget that sometimes. We forget that a lot of times in what we do, we are the golden goose. Whether you own a business and you're a CEO or whether you're a salesperson and are making millions of dollars a year or whether you have a great job and you are creating great value for your employee and your company, it doesn't matter. What matters is you are the golden goose. You are bringing to the table something so powerful that is creating value every single day. And that you can never outperform how you feel more. If you don't have energy in the bank, it does not matter how much money you have in the bank. So lesson number one is you cannot outperform how you feel. Number two, uh, every money goal needs a money plan. Say it again. Every money goal needs a money plan. It's amazing. If you translate this to other aspects of our life, every health goal needs a health plan. Every relationship goal needs a relationship plan. Every, uh, every, you know, uh, driving goal to a certain location needs a driving GPS plan. And we I don't know why sometimes we don't equate that to money. Every money goal needs a money plan. So if you have a money goal in your life, and I think that's a really good thing to have. Sometimes in our society these days, we get ostracized for not wanting to have money goals and like, ah, oh, especially not sharing them. Heck, I'll tell you this. I don't share a lot of my money goals because my, I'm not deeply money motivated, but uh, I am very purpose and relationship driven. That's just my personality. But I don't don't let me don't let that fool you. Like I am a savage. Like I want to win more than anyone else, and I just derive my joy and satisfaction doing other things. But every money goal needs a money plan. And if you have a money goal right now, I just want you to stop and think about it for a second. So it may be making a million dollars. It may be having a net worth of 25 million. It may be uh, buying an investment property. It may be just saving enough for your down payment. It may be just paying your bills. It may be getting out of credit card debt, whatever it may be. Every money goal needs a money plan. Now, if you have a money goal, but don't have a money plan, I want to give you the answer on how to get one. I'll say it again. If you have a money goal, but don't have a money plan, that just means you don't have a money support system. You don't have a Russ and Joey in your corner. That's the problem, right? So it doesn't need to be Russ and Joey. Like it's hard to get a hold of, you know, they're, 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 uh, I'm sure they're taking on clients, but like most importantly for you right now, right? It is who can be your support system in building this plan so that Every, you can actually get that money goal and that money plan and that money support system. It's funny how 
Every business goal needs a business plan, right? So if you wanted to grow your business from a million to five million, from a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand, from five thousand to fifty thousand, you would write a business plan. If you could not write the business plan, you would go get a coach or you would get a consultant or you would get an advisor, you would get a board member, you would do that. But I don't understand why many of us, including me, for the last twenty five years, thought that I could figure out the money goals and the money plans by myself. And well, you should I I feel so vulnerable when I talk to Russ and Joey and I say man, I, I got X, Y, Z happening. I don't know how to handle it. And the cool, calm, collected nature of them is so amazing because they're like, no problem. Here's what we do, right? Because they have seen, it doesn't matter. Like they, they're not phased by the size of the check that I'm writing or they're not phased by the amount of money that I'm making. They're not phased at all because they're there in service of me and they drive good process, which is why I would tell you this. Every money goal needs a money plan. In fact, you can stop this episode right now and go to the next one because... If you can't solve this, if you can't solve the saying of every money goal needs a money plan, then you're going to miss out big time. And I will tell you the answers. If you don't have a written down money plan for your money goal, that just means it is not your fault. It just means you don't have the support system. We were all not taught out of our room or in school or at college or wherever. We were not taught to build money plans for ourselves. And if I, as if an entrepreneur who built companies and sold them multiple times over the last 20 years, if I, as a banker at Goldman Sachs and Credit Suisse, who manage money for the most, the wealthiest people in the world, if I need a support system to create a money plan, I'm sorry, I'm just going to tell you, there's a good chance that you need one too. Every money goal needs a money plan. And if you don't have the money plan, it just means that you need a money support system. That's lesson number two. Lesson number three, most investors have big goals with a small system. Most investors have big goals with a small system. Russ and Joey always say, build out a passive income operating system for yourself to scale with your ambitions. All the, the thing that I will tell you that that my, Russ always hammers into me is, hey, Sharon, you're going to make more and more money in the years to come. You just don't have a big enough money operating system to actually put all those resources into. And I had no idea what they meant. I had no idea until he said, you need to have a money personal passive income operating system that actually scales with your ambitions. What Russ told me at dinner one day was he goes, how much money do you think you're going to make in the next 10 years? And I gave him a number. He's like, you have no way. You, he's like, your ambitions are far too big for the infrastructure that you've built. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. It hit me so hard that I was like, I have no idea what to do because what we end up doing is, oh, we made some more money. We made extra $10,000. What the heck do I do with it? Let me buy some Apple stock. We do ridiculous things because we don't plan for the money system. We don't plan to have our operating system for money scale with our ambitions. Most investors have big goals with a very small system, very small infrastructure. You want to have your infrastructure scale with your ambitions. That's when things get to really start to work for you. That's lesson number three. Lesson number four, um, at some point, it is okay to dial back your lifestyle to get your investments to start working for you. I'll say this again. At some point, it's okay to dial back your lifestyle to get your investments to start working for you. I'll explain what this means in a second. When, uh, one, of the, one of the things that Russ and Joey taught me, which I'm going to talk about over and over, is the financial freedom formula. And I generally didn't know what financial freedom meant. What I would do is I used the chipmunk method. I would just work really hard and gather these nuts, and I would hope on a rainy day that I'd have 
these, you know, out of stored up enough. I, uh, my, my, my money strategy was that of accumulation. I just thought if I'd saved more, if I invested more and I just had a lot of, a lot of it at some point, if something happened, I'd have the ability to draw from that. And the the what I did not realize was this definition that Russ and Joey gave me, and they said, financial freedom is where your passive income, which is not what you're working for on a day to day basis, not where you're trading time for, where your passive income is equal or greater than your monthly expenses. So, for example, if say you're I'm making up numbers, so please go with the idea. Say your pat say your monthly expenses are ten thousand dollars a month, right? If I was able to generate passive income where I did not have to directly work for it every day. Like passive is kind of hard. Like you probably are not, you're doing some work if you had a rental property or you, you know, you have a, you're working through an insurance policy system or you're investing in land or whatever. You're probably getting some passive income. It may need some work, but it's not, it's not tremendous. And it's not your day-to-day nine-to-five kind of job or your or business that you run. When your passive income is equal to or greater than your monthly expenses, you have financial freedom. Now, Imagine this, let's say your passive monthly expenses were $10,000 and let's say your passive income or your just leveraged income was $11,000 a month. You could technically never have to work again, right? If you had just set that up right. So if you had set that up right, you could work again. But Russ and Joey had something super interesting to say to me. I, I saw them coach multiple people where they were like, oh, you know, my monthly expenses are $7,000, but I'm only making passive income of 4,000. So I have to keep my job. And you know what's super interesting? is that instead of saying, how can you get to financial freedom faster? And sometimes financial for getting to financial freedom faster is just dialing back your lifestyle. What if the person that was making $4,000 in passive income could just dial back their expenses to $4,000? They would actually be financially free for life. So sometimes, sometimes if you just turn back your lifestyle a little bit, people are unwilling to do that. When people make more, they actually turn up their lifestyle. If you actually turn back your lifestyle a little bit, like instead of buying the Lambo, what if you continue to drive your Audi? Like now you have another $700 a month. Like that goes a long way as you start to build, grow, and scale. Now, for as many of you, $700 is what you spend on shoes. I understand that on a weekly basis. But most importantly, at some point, it's okay to dial back your lifestyle to get your investments to start working for you. So even if you have not gotten down this path yet, to at least start the process Sometimes it's okay to dial back lifestyle a little bit just to start the process of making investments. That is lesson number four. Here's lesson number five. Look for strategies to extract locked up monies in your retirement accounts or uh, et cetera. Otherwise, you're going to hamstring yourself from using your own resources to create passive income and great opportunities for yourself right now. I'll say it again. Look for strategies to extract unlocked monies locked up monies in your retirement accounts because a lot of times retirement accounts you can't you can't touch them regardless of where you live for many many years until you retire otherwise you hamstring yourself today from using the, your own resources wall street and the investment gurus have promised us financial freedom 50 years from now i would love for you to have financial freedom today because 50 years from now life is not promised to us now yes if you had financial freedom today you could probably create more for the future if you had if you had more time today and you were financially free you could probably launch a new business you could probably build a passion you could do more a lot of people if they had financial freedom today they could do significantly better in the future instead what they do is they actually try to accumulate today to have a better life in the future when they actually don't have enough quote runway left and they always wonder wow i should have done this earlier 
Look for strategies to extract locked up monies in your retirement accounts today. Otherwise, you're hamstringing yourself from using your own resources to create passive income opportunities right now. Uh, let me give you the recap, the first five. Number one, you can't outperform how you feel. Number two, every money goal needs a money plan. Number three, most investors have big goals with a small system. So you've, you're, 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 like your infrastructure for managing money has to scale with your ambitions. Number four, at some point, it's okay to dial back your lifestyle to get your investments to start working for you. And number five, look for strategies to extract locked up monies in your retirement accounts and other accounts so that you're not hamstringing yourself from using your own resources today to create opportunities right now. That's number five. These are my personal lessons. Even if you disagree with them, I wanted to give you some perspective because Russ and Joey have created more more financial free folks that have financial freedom than anyone else that I know. And having them as money coaches in my corner is my way of sharing them with you. All right. Let me give you five more quick lessons learned from my deep dive with Russ and Joey. Number six, just like using other people's money, while of course you do right by them, you can also use other people's audiences if you do right by them. Uh, Russ and Joey and I often talk about money is just not the idea of thinking about financial resources. Your um, your reach, your your influence capital is money too. So a lot of times people are like, oh, I'll just uh, raise a fund and invest in something. Well, instead of raising a fund to invest in something and pay and, and paying somebody to help you raise this fund, you could just pay somebody, some an influencer to promote you and then co-invest with them. It's crazy to me how we, how most investors will be like, oh yeah, I'm going to like talk to my friends and family to try and raise money for a project that I'm working on, a flip that I'm working on, a real estate project that I'm working on. Instead of trying to think about other people's money, think about other people's audiences, right? If you walked into an influencer and said, hey, if you believe in this idea, what if you co-promoted this idea to me to your invest, to your uh, audience, if it was a right fit for them, and maybe... Uh, and maybe that's a way in which we can become partners. Don't just think about OPM, which is other people's money. Think about OPA, which is other people's audiences. That's lesson number six. Lesson number seven, partner with people who have similar values, but different skill sets. I say it again, partner with people who have similar values, but different skill sets. I love having partners. I'm a partnership kind of guy. I, I, since I have, uh, since relationship, and, uh, and, and, and personal and personal connection are very, very important values for me. I always like, I love the idea of partnerships. And so many people want more clients. I just want more partners because when you have partners, your lifestyles, your lives, your ambitions, your aspirations, your connections are all intertwined for a bigger and better future. So partner with people who have similar values, but different skill sets. All right. That's lesson number seven. Here's lesson number eight. Money is only one part of the investing equation. And it's actually often the easiest thing to raise and create when the rest of the pieces are aligned. This is a really important one. Money is only one part of the investing equation. And it's often the easiest thing to create or raise when the rest of the pieces are aligned. Here's what we mean. Uh, if you had a great deal, right? Uh, maybe you're flipping a house and it's an amazing deal and you wanted to raise, I'm making up numbers, $500,000. People think, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to raise $500,000, but he actually had a great deal. 
now you have a good deal and good mechanics. Well, if you also now have good partners, now you have a good deal, good mechanics, and good partners. If you're also a good person, you have a good, you're a good person, you have good deal, good mechanics. When all the other pieces are aligned, raising money becomes really easy. The problem is the only people that don't know how to raise money or can't raise money is not because they can't raise money, is because the other pieces are not aligned. That's why you need a money coach because a money coach would tell you, hey, Sharon, you have a great deal. You're an analytical person. Your spreadsheet looks great. And you're like, oh my gosh, why? Why am I, why do I have this great deal? Why do I have this great spreadsheet? Why do I have this great resource? Why do I have this great opportunity but not able to raise money? It's because you don't have the other pieces of the puzzle. You've not built a great support system. You've not had put great advisors on your board. You've not actually talked to a few people to give you advice on your pitch deck. You've not actually using other people's audiences. When everything else is aligned, raising money becomes significantly easier. And that's lesson number eight. Lesson number nine, wealth creation is about building infrastructure, not changing, not chasing the next hot thing. Wealth creation is just like building a business. Wealth creation is just like building a business. If you wanted to, if you wanted to build a business like Apple, you would not just trade in Bitcoin, right? I'm not saying Bitcoin is the next hot thing, but like Bitcoin is, there's no infrastructure for it. Like at least for, if you're not in the crypto space, like, you know, as a retail investor, you can't just trade on Bitcoin and think that you're going to make a mega millions. If you're one, if you're 0.1% of the population, maybe you would. But wealth creation is just like building a business. If it's all about building infrastructure, building your passive income operating system, making sure you have the right uh, money coaches in your corner, making sure you you have a, a, a an operating system where you can actually, that scales with your ambitions for money, making sure you're unlocking your retirement accounts or anything that is locked up for multiple years, where you can utilize your resources right now to create opportunities for yourself right now. Wealth creation is about, about infrastructure, building infrastructure. The better and faster you build infrastructure, the, uh, the faster you win. It's not about chasing the next hot deal. This is the reason the Vanderbilts and the Rockefellers created and the Waltons created so much wealth, not because they just had a business, it's because they created generational infrastructure for money. And if we start thinking about generational infrastructure for money and how you can put money infrastructure in place, just like you build a CRM for your business, just like you hired a great HR person for your business, just like you built a sales team for your business, just like you built SOPs for your business, just like you build a, a sales process for your business, just like you build customer service for your business, it's all about building infrastructure. Wealth creation is a similar thing. Wealth creation is about building infrastructure, not just chasing the next hot deal. And here's finally number 10. There are numerous, numerous paths to financial freedom. And the most important thing to do is to just pick a path and start. It could be real estate. It could be land flipping. It could be building a business. It could be uh, your side hustle in uh, you know affiliate income. It could be you know, life insurance policies. It could be selling real estate. It could be, you know, investing in multifamily, which by the way, if you're ever interested in that, like you should message me because we do that and it's changed my life completely, which is awesome. There are numerous paths to financial freedom. And the most important thing is to actually pick a path and start because the sooner you start, the sooner you can build infrastructure. Because once you do that, once you pick a path and start and define the terms of what it means, that way you can start tracking your growth. There are numerous, numerous paths to financial freedom. And the most important one is to pick a path and start and then define those terms so you know exactly what you're tracking. You should be able to wake up and look at your tracking, look at your next steps, because if you don't build infrastructure for yourself, money infrastructure for yourself and your family, there's going to come a time in two decades where you look back and say, man, why did I wait so long to do this? 
why did I wait so long to do this? And when your infrastructure scales with your ambitions, you will make way more money than you ever thought possible. Remember this, financial freedom is where passive income is greater than monthly expenses. Financial freedom is where passive income is greater than monthly expenses. As soon as I was personally able to define that for myself, that was the definition that Russ and Joey taught me. They're like, financial freedom is not about accumulation and waiting 60, 70 years to actually start to pull out from your retirement accounts or use your accumulated capital then so you can have four great years of, of traveling to the Niagara Falls and looking and, 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 and Europe and going to the Caribbean on four trips. That's not what financial freedom is. Financial freedom is so that you can actually live the life that you want today or as soon as possible because financial freedom is where your passive monthly passive income is greater than your monthly fixed expenses. That's where things get really, really, really fun. Um, I want to actually tell you about one thing. My so so Russ and Joey, I, I, while they have been my my money coaches, the truth here is, I got so much value working with them that I pushed them and I encouraged them to start the passive income mastermind. The Passive Income Mastermind is actually really a really powerful group of people where it's focused on getting people to 200% financial freedom, where your passive income is 200% of your monthly expenses. So if your monthly expenses are $10,000 a month, the mastermind is designed to show you how to get to $20,000 a month, meaning 200% of your monthly expenses. Imagine a life where your passive income is 200% of your monthly fixed expenses. I am a member of this mastermind because I love Russ and Joey so much and I love this mastermind so much. So if you're interested in learning more about this, of course, you guys should, after this episode, if you don't check out Russ and Joey and the Passive Income Mastermind, you are crazy. It is thepassiveincomemastermind.com. I am a paying member of the Passive Income Mastermind. You should consider it if you want to be in a room with great people who are thinking about this stuff uh, because your your support system is what's going to get you there, right? Uh, I talked about 10 lessons with my money coaches, Russ and Joey. I'm going to fly through them really quick just to remind you. And I want you to just think about which one connected with you the most, right? And at, as soon as you find the one that connected with you the most, uh, right then I just want you to take a screenshot of this episode because that'll freeze in, in time for you. And please just share it on Instagram and tag me. That way I know that this meant something to you. Uh, 10, 10 big lessons from Russ and Joey. Number one, you can't outperform how you feel. Number two, every money goal needs a money plan. Number three, most investors have big goals with a small system, which means your infrastructure needs to scale with your ambitions. Number four, at some point in life, it's okay to dial back your lifestyle to get your investments to start working for you. Number five, look for strategies to extract all these locked up monies in your, in, in your retirement accounts. Otherwise, you're going to just hamstring yourself from using your own resources today to create opportunities for yourself. Number six, just like using other people's money, you can also use other people's audiences. Number seven, partner with people who have similar values but different skill sets. Number eight, money is only part of the investing equation and is actually often the easiest things to raise and create when the rest of the pieces are aligned, which means if you're not able to raise money, it means the rest of the pieces are not aligned. Number nine, wealth creation is all about building infrastructure, not chasing the next hot deal. Number 10, there are numerous paths to financial freedom. And the most important thing to do is to pick a path and start and define the terms so you know exactly what you're take, uh, tracking. If you did not get this from me before, here's what it is. Financial freedom is where your monthly passive income is greater than your monthly fixed expenses. When you do that, you've achieved something that, that, that almost a very small percentage of this world will achieve in their lifetimes. I, I wish I had known this sooner, 
I wish I'd stopped my accumulation strategy sooner and started this process sooner, but being around great people and having money coaches in my corner completely changed everything for me. If you want more of Russ and Joey, uh, you should go, just stop right now, go and subscribe to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. You can you can hear them, you can get their knowledge directly. And if you're interested in the Passive Income Mastermind, yeah, I'm in it and you get a chance to hang out with me if you would like. It is the PassiveIncomeMastermind.com. It's one of the the greatest groups of people that I that I love and appreciate, and I think you will appreciate it too. Uh, this is a, I thought I, I thought I, uh, it would be really helpful for me to share my advisors and their lessons to me with you, and uh, I'm so appreciative that I was able to give you the gift of my money coaches, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Uh, if you like this, please uh, take a screenshot, share this on social media, uh, so that someone else can benefit from this episode. I hope going into this was personal and vulnerable uh, for you because it, it probably brought something out and a chance that you normally would not have heard from me. And I hope this at least touches you, impacts you, and influences you to do something amazing with your life and with your money in some way. I appreciate you for allowing me to share this with you, and I will catch you on the next one. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So, for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com, I'll see you there.